Welcome back to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined as normal by Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, everybody. And Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Yep, also known as Dirge Tempo, the the bitten. Yes, both bittens. And, uh... So this is the fourth episode of Exfanguination, and uh, we're, we left you, you guys were in the parking lot of St. Lazarus Catholic Church, and um, you had just seen a teenage boy running out of the church as you guys were sitting in your car, parked at this blood drive you. Out, out of the church, you saw this kid come running out, carrying what looks like holy water in this brass bucket. What you assume is that. And uh, and the, this priest was kind of like chasing after him and shaking his fist at him. And he got in this blue van, <clears throat> blue, sorry, blue van and drove off. And earlier, you guys um, had seen these two uh, Middle Eastern looking guys with onk tattoos on the back of their necks standing in line at the blood drive and you had told Rudy the Lucian's human servant guy that's there as well at the blood drive you you told him over the phone what you guys had seen and he was also keeping an, keeping an eye on those two guys and that's where we're, well, we'll start one thing I can't remember, I wanted to check. Are people going inside the church to give the blood, or is there a blood mobile here? There's a blood mobile. Okay, it's okay. a yeah. Red Cross bus. Oh, that's right. Bus. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like a security guard as well that's kind of standing off to the side. And there's a there's a um, a little d- um, table that's set up where the nurses are receiving the donors, um, like they have them fill out paperwork, and then they'll bring them into the bus and uh, they'll donate and then they'll they can leave and so you guys are just uh, kind of watching all of this as it's going on mm-hmm. and what are the, uh, the the guys with the onk tattoos doing they're just waiting in line uh, presumably to give blood and mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of getting closer uh, to the desk as you guys continue watching and um, unless you want to do anything uh, they will go up to the desk um, and uh, fill out their paperwork and uh, before long they do get they go into the 
Bloodmobile, and you don't see them for a while, and then uh, eventually they come out and uh, walk to a silver BMW and start driving off. So I guess they weren't here to get the the blood. They were here to give blood. So I'm wondering if they might be the uh, the source. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what one, one or both of them, I guess, yeah. could be the source. <clears throat> Maybe they are daywalkers, and Lucian wants to be a daywalker. He thinks if he can drink their blood. So later on, if we get the blood. And we accidentally splash some of it in your mouth. You should go sunbathing and see if that works. Or at least, like, stick your pinky finger out the window of this badass Buick Grand National that we're driving. And see if your finger gets burned. Hmm. I mean, that seems a little risky, but... You know, um, it might be it might be worth it to be able to roam in the daylight and bask in the sunlight yeah I know all those years you know trying to be so goth now I kind of wish I could go out in the sunlight again it's ironic yeah um, yeah you say that as you guys are sitting in your tented Grand National um, safe from the sun rays safe from those UV rays and, um, yeah, you guys, um, Leah, unless you want to do something else, I, I'll just, uh, fast forward in time as you guys sit here and, um, eventually, you know, they're, they're here all day, this Red Cross and about dusk time, uh, they start packing up and, um, Everyone, you know, all the donors are gone by now, and they're everyone that was, you know, here for the, you know, all the nurses and volunteers and whatever are gone, and or some of them, you know, get into the bus, and the bus, <clears throat> the security guard gets into the bus, and uh, it starts driving off. And um, do you want to follow the bus? You, you're told it's you know going to the hospital now. That's where they're you know going to store the blood. Who's driving? I forgot. Uh, I forgot whose turn it was. But uh, yeah, I don't remember. Well, you know, I, I'm happy to let you drive. I think it might have been my turn last time. <sighs> well, I, I so yeah, I'll follow the uh, the bus, but at a kind of a distance. I don't want to let them get out of my sight, but I don't want it to be too obvious that we're following them. Okay. Yeah, you guys uh, then can pull out uh, after the bus. Uh, you let it get a little ways ahead of you and pull out to your left out of this parking lot and uh, Rudy also uh, is following behind you in his uh, Nissan Pulsar. And, um, yeah, it's, it's night now. I mean, there's still a little bit of light, but it's not, uh, not enough that it would hurt 
you guys. Um, and it's a full moon, actually, and um, there's not a lot. A lot of the traffic has, you know, people have kind of rushed home because they do like to stay home at nights just because of the uh, what they know of Pitchwood and all the all creatures and the people damn out. Vampires. All the damn vampires. And so, yeah, once you guys start following this bloodmobile, there's not a lot of other traffic. And um, after a while, uh, you hear some rumbling. And as you guys keep going, you the rumbling gets louder, and you suddenly see two bikers come on either side of the road. They come kind of rushing past you guys, and they're kind of go right towards the bloodmobile, uh, but they're still on either side of the road, not directly behind it, but they're in front of you now, um, and now that they are in front of you, you can see their backs, and you can see their cuts that they're wearing, you know, the, the black vests that bikers wear, and you can see this says, um, not Night Rangers, but Pale Riders Pitchwood Chapter. And um, looks like uh, they're very intent on this. They're kind of, they ignored you, you know. They're right up next to this bus. And uh, if you guys don't do something, then probably they're going to do something. Well, I wonder if they're going to try to hijack it. Well, that's what I was wondering. Um, does, do the Pale Riders have, like, a vampire wing i mean if, if they did a pitch would be where it would be right it's what it seems like here yeah, because um ben odom the guy in the sewer that you talked to he mentioned some bikers but he didn't know anything about it, it seems like this is sort of a recent development yeah. pale riders would be a good name for him if that was the case i don't know what yeah you- and just for the listeners um i think most of what we have talked about before in other episodes I've been from our Fudge series, uh, the Hard Time at Hardgate series, we had two biker gangs that were kind of competing biker gangs, and one of them was the um, the Pale Riders, the, these guys uh, and um, the other one was the Night Rangers but they're kind of more in the Jupiter Springs area yeah. I don't know, Cam. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they're on bikes. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to stop them. Uh, I could, you know, nudge one of them with the bumper, yeah. knock him over. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could. You know, see what happens. And I could. Um, actually, why don't we uh, roll initiative? Um, so, I think that's just a... Uh, you roll for someone can roll for both of you guys, and I will roll a d12 for the bikers, and whoever gets the highest goes first. Well, I would like to pretend that I didn't just roll wow. because it was very low. I think. Well, wrong. I rolled a one. Oh, I rolled a three. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so you guys can do something. You you do feel sure that they're uh, they're looking to hijack this bloodbonebeel because they're kind of there's actually I didn't really specify I forgot but there's two guys on each bike. There's a oh. uh, yeah that's important. Uh, there's a guy you know on each behind the driver holding on and and the the ones in the back are kind of like standing up almost a little bit like mm. uh holding on to the the driver and looking like they're getting ready to do something but you guys can do something first get up cam yeah i'm gonna uh, just floor the accelerator and try to just like bump one of the back tires Okay. While he's flooring it, I'm going to roll down the passenger side window just in case I need to turn into something and fly out. Okay. Um, yeah, so roll a challenging roll to hit the bike. I think you can, because they're kind of spread out on each side of the road, you can, with one, you can hit one of them at least. Right, yeah. I was only going to, I assumed that, and, and maybe I'm, didn't hear correctly, but it sounded like one they were like on either side of the bus. Yeah, yeah. But they're like kind of on the in the rear sides, like they're not uh, up right directly beside it, beside it, um, because there are crosses on each side, red crosses God, on each right. side. All right, so I fucking rolled a one. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I mean, there's no uh, critical failure thing, but uh, I'm going to say that <clears throat> you just, you drive up very f- quickly and alert them that what you're trying to do, um, they kind of swerve out of, or one of them, you know, kind of swerves out of the way, and um, now they can go, and um, the one on the right side... Um, who I'm calling Carl he he's on the uh, the one on the back he's going to leap off and he flies oh, I'm actually going to make him roll for it they're about equal with you guys because um, they are new as well so he's going to see if he can fly with a challenging roll Oh, he got a 12, so <clears throat> he's going to be able to fly for a long time. And um, he flies on top of the bus for now, and that's basically his turn. Okay. Does the, uh, the, the other bike seem to notice that we're involved in this situation yes um and I guess it's it would actually be their time their turn as well um and the the, um the guy on the back of that on the left bike he um also is going to roll to see um if he can uh, fly And he gets a six, 
which is what he needed, but uh, he only has, can, I'm just going to say that he can only fly one, or just enough to get where he's going. So he flies onto the back of the bus, like he's holding onto the doors on the back of the bus. And the other, the, the, the drivers of the bikes, they, you know, they're kind of looking back at you guys, uh, but they're trying to, you know, focus on this bus as well. So that that's their turn, and you guys can go now. Um, man, I do well, If you're feeling hesitant, I have a, an urge that I like to satisfy. All right. First, I will flip off one of the two who is looking back, you know, at our car, so he sees that. And then I want to turn into a condor, and uh, an avenging condor. I'm going to turn into a condor and uh, flap out of the uh, car and try to fly up to the top of the bus. I mean, that's probably a multiple-step action, but I want to turn into a, a, a condor. Yeah, um, let me see. Yeah, I guess that's, uh, <clears throat> Condor's not too big, but... <clears throat> smaller than a wolf. I mean, the wingspan's big. But. The wingspan would be longer, but the size, you know, I think that would be, uh, still fit. Um, and, um, so roll a challenging roll. I got a nine. Okay. So you can. All right. So now, if that's my turn, then I'm just condored up and ready for my next turn. But if I can move, I will go ahead and fly. Yeah. To, I think um, once you, I'm not going to make you. You know, you can just f- f- turn it and and do something as long as it's not too involved and. I think you can... What were you trying to do? Uh, fly up to the top of the, the the van. You know what I'm actually... Okay. You know, actually, I think I'll go for the guy on the back uh, of the van. I, he, I mean, the back of the bus. You know, he's sort of hanging onto the back, correct? He'd be, yeah. he'd be easier to knock off. Um, so I'm going to fly up. Probably can't go ahead and do this now, but I'm going to start harassing him. You know what I mean? Like clawing at the back of his neck. Eventually, I just want to try to yank him off, but... That might be something for next round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you have just enough time for now to get to the guy on the back, and your kind of talons are ready to mm-hmm. strike him, and uh, and you, Cam can still do something if he wants to. So I'm imagining. That <clears throat> that I accelerated up um, and they kind of swerved out of the way and I so now I'm kind of next to them well you're still kind of in between them like right I kind of saw it as um, you're right behind uh, the bus and there's like on either side of you towards the front of your car 
then I'm going to hard swerve to the left and try to <laughs> hit the bike again. Okay. And, uh, yeah, ch- same, I'd say, challenging. All right, and what's that, a six or yeah. ten? Okay, six. That time I got an eight. Okay. Well, yeah, you get them and uh, smash them, and um, that would be two points of damage to them, but I won't, I am going to roll and see if they, you know, can stay, or if the driver can keep a hold of the bike. And, um, he does, but, yeah, you've got, you've, you've hurt him, you hit, probably hit his leg or something as you smashed into him, and he kind of, the bike kind of wobbled, but he still maintained control, or maintained control of it. All right. And then, um, I forgot, um, I did want to, uh, have Rudy do something, because he is behind you. So, um, he actually, with his T-tops down, he has a gun, and he is going to shoot at that, um, well, he'll shoot at the, the guy, the driver on the right side. And, uh, he'll roll challenging as well. Oh, and he rolled a 12. <clears throat> so, yeah, he got six damage. On that guy. Okay, so now it's their turn. And, um, the guy. On the. The guy on the, um. The, the door is gonna try to, um. Just rip it open. With his strength. And he got a six, so he succeeds in opening <clears throat> the door, but he's um, still holding on to it. Um, just one, one, I'm going to say one side of the door he opened up. And um, it's kind of like, he's just, it's, it's not like flapping wildly, but it is flapping a little bit as he holds on to it. Um, the other guy is going to that's on top of the van or the bus is going to uh, he's <clears throat> you know, landed on it so he's going to go around to the front of the bus and, um, and now he's on the windshield and um He's going to try to just smash into the, like smash a fist into the windshield as it's driving. Now he rolled a one, and so uh, he doesn't. He hurts his hand, but that's all that happens. So you guys can go now. I'm going to attempt to summon a swarm of owls. Okay, roll a challenging roll and get a six. The nearby owl camp, it just 
lost all the owls that were there. All the owls yeah. have flown in this direction. <laughs> uh, I rolled a ten. Okay. So, um, I, I am going to say, because it does take some time for those owls to get here, that that's pretty much all you can do in this turn. Sure. Summon the owls. Now it's your turn, Dirge. I'm going to, I don't know what kind of sound a condor makes, but I'll be like, rock, 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 and I'm like trying to grab that guy, you know, the back of his collar or something with my talons and just yank him off the okay. back and let him tumble. He could probably fly after us, but at least he'll be out of there for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be a challenging role as well. Uh, come on, baby. And it's a big fat nine. So. Okay. Um, well, that yeah, you do pull them off, and um, we're just gonna fly him somewhere, or you just let him. No, I just want to yank him, let him tumble on the, you know, tumble on the road yeah. behind us for now, and then if I got time, I want to swoop inside, you know, the door. Okay. If not, I'll be poised to do so. Um, yeah, I think you can do that next time. I you you are flapping and you pull this guy off the door and he um, falls uh, and takes how many you got uh, he would take three okay so and that was that guy so yeah he got three damage alright and I guess it's Rudy's time, or turn. Uh, so he will continue shooting at this right driver with his gun. And he got a 10. So took f- four damage. I don't know. Yeah, so this driver's, or yeah, he's not doing so good. And now it's their turn again, and um, the guy on the it's on the windshield that um, is going to try to um, smash it again. He he won't. I curse him. Uh, I fucking rolled a one again. Wow! It's because I cursed him. My vampire cursed. That's cheating. (laughs) And so the other guy. you know, was is uh, tumbling, and uh, you know you're still driving, so he's kind of a ways ab- a ways away, and he'll try to uh, f- fly, um, but he can't do that this turn. Um, and then the the, the drivers, um, they're just gonna keep driving. And, um, they're, you know, they don't have, they're not using any guns or anything like that. So, uh, it would be your guys' turn again. Um, so do my owls show up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, your owls show up, and what were you going to do with them? So the, the guy who is going to get inside the door is the guy that's tumbling, Yeah, and the door's kind of flapping. 
around now. Uh, they're gonna. I w- I'm gonna try to have them like just surround the uh, the guy on the hood, like try okay. trying to break the windshield and like yeah, s- like swarm around him and peck him and claw at him and stuff. That's a good idea. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna roll, or you can roll for the owls, uh, and. Um, well, I'm going to make that an easy roll because they're really good at that and it's what they do. Uh, so Model three or higher. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they do uh, seven points then of pecking damage to the guy on the uh, windshield that was trying to smash his way in. I like that there's really no separate damage roll to speed things up. Yeah. Just the excess. I can't... I'm just trying to imagine Plunger's uh, reaction when he hears on the news that a swarm of owls <laughs> attacked a person. Yeah. Obviously the, obviously the village of Pitchworth crawling for vampire. That I, it's crawling with vampire that I've long suspected. I'm sure he has all kinds of newspaper clippings. Oh, yeah. We will have to do a crossover, you know, episode where Plunger and Dickie go to Pitchwood eventually. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess Sturge can do something. I'm going to turn into a... I'm going to get inside that door and turn back into my goth self. Okay. If I'm still flying around right by the, the door, I want to flap my way in and turn into my myself okay um and i don't think you need to roll anything when you're turning back into yourself probably so good uh you can just do that but is there something specific uh, you want to yeah if i have time i'm gonna start scanning every sample for the what was it type null so h type null h rh null RH null. I'm going to start scanning error. I'm going to look desperately for the RH null anywhere I can see. <clears throat> well, if I have time to do that. Well, you see have what the time situation to, is in there. to scan the room, but or the inside, but you see, like, they've got a bunch of coolers and stuff that they're right. keeping the blood in. So you, And you also see a security guard. That security guard is sitting there pointing his gun it right at you. Well, I'll deal with him on my next turn. Alright. Um, and, uh, so Rudy will shoot same driver on the right. Okay. He got a ten, and um, he shoots he hits that driver even though this is, it's not going to kill the driver because he's a vampire, he is at zero. And so you see that driver fly off, or the, actually the motorcycle, he stays on the motorcycle, and it kind of swerves off to the right and goes into the woods. And just for fun, I'm going to say he drives right into a tar pit, a small tar pit. <laughs> And uh, he's pretty much, uh, you know, he's done for now. Or he's unconscious, and he's 
going to be sinking into tar. So he's out of the fight. And now it's their turn again. And um, the guy on the um, that's being swarmed by the owls um, is going to attempt to turn into mist. And, Mr. Uh, Mister. <laughs> he rolls a five and needed a six. So he can't do anything. And um, the guy that you had seen or that had, you know, tumbled and he doesn't seem to be following, you know, he's, you kind of lost sight of him as the bus has kind of that it's when it was under attack it kind of sped up and um so you've left that guy behind and you don't see him anymore and so it is back to you guys turns again Uh, well I am going to try to have my owls continue harassing this guy on the front okay yeah, make them make a challenging roll to see if they can damage him. Natural 12. Okay. Well, they're pecking the shit out of him, and uh, and he loses his <clears throat> balance and falls to the ground unconscious. And um, you kind of see him, the, the bus rolls over his body. Thumps oh, a few times. Don't, 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 don't. And uh, yeah. he's also out. So now you just have these two drivers, and um, you don't know what they're going to do. But uh, I guess, wait, yeah, I guess well, it's dirt go. you can go, yeah. I want to look at the security guard and enthrall him and say, You will help me find the RH No. Okay. I'm going to do a, a vampire mind trick on him. All right, that'll then, be... Um, yeah. N- yeah, challenging. All right. Seven, barely. Woo! Okay, we'll be enthralled for one turn. All right. And um, so you tell him to help maybe, you? Maybe I should have told him to jump off the truck. But, but <laughs> you will help me find the RH null. And I'll start just ripping out open, you know, the lids of the coolers and looking at the... I'm picturing, like, you know, somebody's written a Sharpie, the blood type or whatever, you know. I'm I'm just uh, scanning as quick as I can. Don't know how long it'll take, but I got this guy's help for one turn anyway. Yeah, um, and he immediately starts helping you look through all these coolers. And, you know, meanwhile, there's, like, a bunch of other people in this bus not a bunch but there's a few like nurses and stuff that are screaming at the top of their lungs and the the driver's like kind of freaking out but he's um you know keeps focusing on driving and um and uh Rudy now I think is going to shoot at the uh left driver And he hits, and he does two damage to that guy. And uh, 
now the driver I guess is only one and he will uh, let's see what um, powers he can do yeah he's going to shapeshift into a bat he can and he doesn't though <laughs> I keep rolling shitty so um, you still got this I believe there's only this, this one guy on the bike still the guy and on my left yes yeah. so it's your turn again well, um, I'm gonna ram into him again, I guess. I don't know what else to do. Okay. Yep, she had a challenging roll. Eight. Okay. Yo, you hit him again. Um,. And I'm going to see if he can hold on. <laughs> no, he can't. He rolled the two. So he loses control. And um, he swerves off to your left, uh, which takes him right into like this uh, medium in this road. And... Um, his bike flips and he flips with it and uh, crashes and um, he's unconscious so now it's just well there's nobody left now so that's the end of the if combat now well the security guard might get oh uh, yeah once I, he yeah. gets unenthralled once he gets unenthralled uh, but yeah. <clears throat> He didn't really have... I'm, I'm going to include uh, his turn, his, his one turn as this next turn, okay. where he is uh, him helping you search. And um, uh, I think uh, you should make... Uh, just to see if you have... How much time you have... Uh, you make a challenging roll to see if you can find it. Okay. Number 10! Okay. I'm as lucky well, as you are unlucky. Did I yes. fail any rolls tonight? I might. I think I might have failed one. Anyway. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you you find it. There's one bag of R.H. Null. And, um, I'm going to drink it. No, I'm not. Yeah. So, the once once you find it, uh, you can, you know, take it with you. Uh, the guard, uh, you know, he's just standing there now that you've found it. He doesn't really know what to do, but he's still enthralled. So he's just standing there. The nurses are still screaming. And um, do you got? Do you like fly back to the car or? I can't fly, uh, but I could turn into something. Oh, that's right. My talons and everything, but uh, but yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll turn uh, 
I'll turn it into a... Once a bird's big enough to carry that. Well, probably the condor again. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll turn it back into the, the condor. And, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to look at all the screaming nurses and really, in a really scary way, I'm going to go, ah! and do like a big vampire hiss at him with his teeth. Him, yeah. yeah. And, uh, cause I just can't resist. And then I'll turn into the condor and grip the thing in my claws in a way as so not to puncture it and, yeah. uh, <laughs> try to fly back into the window of the Buick Grand National. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, yeah, make a challenging roll. Okay. It couldn't last forever. I have rolled a two. Okay. Well, I'm only going to interpret that as that you, um, don't turn, uh, so you hiss at these (laughs) people and then kind of just awkwardly, like... (laughs) You know, stand there like a little confused. Yeah, I'll try to like lean out the back a little bit and wave, wave Cam over. I'll try to <laughs> do a vehicle to vehicle Mad Max style jump. We'll see how that goes. Okay, so Cam, do you want to pull up right behind the right, you know, behind the door that's open? Yeah, I will do that. Okay, and actually, that with your, you know, if you're not trying to turn into something, and you're just relying on your combat and the, yeah, might still be a little bit tricky. You're gonna land, try to land like on top of the cars, yes, like on the hood, whatever the easiest, you know. Yeah. I don't know how we're all imagining it, but down on the hood and then try to scramble, you know, head first into the window with my little boots dangling out. I don't know. Okay, uh, make a a challenging roll for that. Okay, here we go. Six exactly. Okay, well, that's a success. So uh, you are just <clears throat> leap out the back of this bus and land on the hood of the Grand National. And um, the bus continues to uh, speed up and... You don't even know if they're still going to the hospital. For all you know, they might be going right to the police station or something. But um, I guess you don't need to go to the hospital. You've got the blood. And I actually uh, wasn't expecting you. I knew there's a chance you could get the blood from the bloodmobile, but I thought the it was a bit more challenging to do that than to get the blood from the hospital. Uh, so, well, either sneak into a hospital or have a road fight with vampire bikers. I'm going to choose road fight with vampire yeah. bikers every time. Well, my concern was that they would get it uh, if we didn't. Well, yeah. If we didn't get it first, so I figured. I thought. I almost thought we because then we wouldn't be at the hospital. They would have. They would just take it. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys were going to, you know, finish the vampires and then let them bus continue on to the hospital and get it later but you know yeah I I thought this might happen so you've got what you wanted um, and uh, 
uh, Rudy, um, as you guys are driving, and I, I don't know, do you guys, do you, um, do you continue speeding after the bus, um, or do you just kind of back off now, but keep driving? Yeah, I'm going to back off the bus. I mean, we got what we came for, so, uh, <clears throat> and I'm going to, um, grab the bag of blood and kind of hold it up and show the suit so Rudy can see it and, and give like a thumbs up. Okay. Um, and you, you get a, a call on your cell phone. Hello? Hey, you got the blood! Yeah! Jesus Christ, that was, uh, that was a little hairy there. Wasn't really expecting the Pale Riders, but thanks for the assist. Yeah, yeah. We we did pretty well. Uh, let's, uh, I, I just want to suggest maybe uh, we, we pull into, like, a parking lot somewhere and kind of regroup. And, uh, and just, uh, if you guys, um, yeah, want to do that, because, uh, uh, I got some stuff to talk to you about. Um, okay. Sounds good. Uh, I'll I'll follow you. Okay. All right. See you in a second. And, um... So I'm going to hang up. And I'm going to tell Dirge, uh... We're going to pull over in a parking lot, and he's got something he wants to talk to us about, and, um... He might try to take the plot. Yeah, or, uh... Stops the blood from accidentally splashing in your your mouth. I mean, how secure is this baggie? Yeah, if we puncture, it'll probably go everywhere. I was hoping someone could accidentally splash in your mouth, but I don't know. I'm not too far. I'm not worried about Rudy. I can handle Rudy. We can handle Rudy. He's just a normal person. That's true. So uh, wherever he pulls over, I'll just follow him and pull over and park. Okay. Um, yeah, so you follow him for a little ways, and, um, he does eventually pull into a parking lot, um, which is, uh, Bjorn's Furniture Barn. Bjorn's Furniture Barn. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so, you can follow him in there, and he parks and uh, gets out and is leaning up against uh, his car can I can I uh, uh, request that the furniture store be named Bjorn's furniture Bjorn with like a J yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that for some reason but yeah that's a definitely be a Bjorn's furniture Bjorn <laughs> alright so he gets out you say yeah he's just kind of leaning up uh, against his car. All right. Well, I'm waiting I'll, for you guys. I'll get out as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says, oh, "It's just just the one bag." Is that all they had? Yep, that was all they had. Looked all well, through it. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess that's. Uh, I guess that's it. Is that? The real deal? Does it say R.H. Null and all that on it? 
Well, that's what it says. Yeah, that's what the boss wanted. You guys, uh, he's going to be happy. He's going to be real happy. And, um, I mean, I, I was, uh, you know, I was worried about, you guys saw earlier that, that uh, the kid that was, uh, he had that shirt that said puss on it. Uh, that in the in the parking lot, uh, that stands for uh, Pitchwood Undead Slayer Society. Uh, but they're just a bunch of nerds, you know. They're nothing. I thought uh, surely they those guys were going to be the ones that were, you know, going to try to stop you guys. But it turns out there's these damn bikers. I'm not afraid of a bunch of nerds. Yeah, yeah. These these guys are just you know. Teenagers are they want to be vampire hunters. They're they're nothing. So I wasn't too worried about them. But uh, you know these bikers. Uh, yeah, I guess you handle them all right. Uh, but say, hey, why don't you hand me over the uh, blood now? And you see him uh, take out a, a cross, <laughs> and he he um, holds it uh, towards your direction. and says, yeah, just just. Hand me that, that blood. Oh, no, I've heard my eyes and say, nah, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to give the blood to Lucian. Yeah, you're supposed to, but uh, a little something that uh, Lucian doesn't know is that uh, I don't work for him. I'm undercover. Oh, really? Who do you work for then, Rudy? Well, uh, I got my own leader. Uh, you wouldn't know him. His name is Mahegan. Um, I don't know what to do, Dirge. Uh, well, avert your eyes from that cross for one thing. You know what we need to do. The good old-fashioned one, two, three, bunch. That's what we need to do. Okay. Blind punch. Don't even look at it. You ready? One, two. We're just like, you know, uh, whispering <laughs> to each other. One, two, three. Punch! And without, I was going to try to do a blind punch without looking at the dude. Yeah. See what Same. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> well, and I guess uh, I did, I was sort of aware of this and the rules but uh kind of gives just the way it's done uh there's a it kind of um when i tell you what you need to roll it kind of gives away a little bit you know because you need a you need to make a hard roll uh to punch him it kind of tells you he's not just a you know a mook or something right no, he's probably a werewolf but I don't think I made it. I got a nine. I got a nine as well. And uh, I think is it six and nine. Is it? Do yeah, we, do we make it's it? nine. Oh, good. So, Hell, but we both double nine. You don't do I, the. You don't. You just landed right on it, and so there's no, no damage. actual damage. Uh, so we can interpret that as like, yeah, you you, you didn't miss, but you hit him. <clears throat> and um, and you know that would be the start of 
combat. Um, yeah. But uh, he he uh, says, "Yeah, good shot. You got me. Didn't hurt a lick, but you got me. And now, uh, now I thought I heard you whispering something about a werewolf. Well, you're you're exactly right." I'm a fucking werewolf. It's a full moon. And now... I'm gonna fuck you up. And, uh... You see him rip off... His... He's still wearing that tracksuit. Um... <laughs> so... It's kind of a snap-off. He rips his shirt off. He rips his pants. They're like... Stripper pants. You know? Right. <laughs> snap-off. <laughs> he's naked. And, uh... And then you see him... Start transforming... Into this werewolf and um you know it's this giant upright wolf you know he's contorting and hair sprouting and he gets a snout and very sharp teeth and uh snarling and um but I do think uh we'll have to start the actual combat next uh, next episode because it's uh, he is going to be hard to he's kind of your boss fight you know and uh, <clears throat> yeah he American werewolf in pitchwood <laughs> well I would say that's a good title but it, it would kind of give it away oh, well yeah you're right but uh yeah he was undercover for the werewolves, Mahegan is a leader of the uh, werewolf pack that he belongs to, which you don't know anything about. But apparently, Lucian wasn't lying though when he said they were at at war with the werewolves. And this uh, this guy had been working for Lucian undercover and learning about this blood and. He didn't want Lucien to, to have it, and that's pretty much the only reason why they wanted the blood is Just because so they Lucien knew that yeah. they knew that Lucien wanted it. They knew it does something. And they don't want to give him any kind of edge whatsoever. So, um, right. yeah. Okay, I might just rip it open and drink it on my first turn. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, the only uh, downside that to not going to the hospital is that you didn't get all the other blood that was there. And I didn't hear you say you took any more blood than just the, the original. No, I just took the original, yeah. So you're without any way to heal yourselves. And one last thing is I, I did forget to tell you earlier is that you would have been aware, because you would have been taught this, um, drinking werewolf blood is toxic to vampires. So that will hurt you if you try to drink werewolf blood. So, yeah, you don't want to do that. And um, just in case anybody mentions it, uh, like, or anybody asks why Lucian couldn't have you know been aware of this werewolf 
undercover werewolf. That's because he was uh, wearing all this cologne. I did mention that uh, yeah. he was wearing too much cologne. You did. So, you did. Yeah, he, he was masking his, you know, doggy-type smell. <laughs> his wolfy musk. Yeah, yeah his m- dirty musk. All right. Well, then next time we'll put down this werewolf or he'll put us down, one of the two. And then we'll see who we're going to give the blood to, either Ben or Lucian. Yep, you got a choice to make. We'll keep it and start our own dude brood. That's right. Okay. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com Thank you for listening.